Yes, sir. Nobody put us on episode sixty-six. Yep, yep. I'm glad I'm here. We are here with a with a wonderful guest today, uh, the lovely Miss Jazz Young. Miss Jazz Young has been in the game for a long time. Not only has she been in the game, she's far professor too. So we got some questions for her too. By yeah, the way, you yeah. know what I mean? So, and it's an honor to have you here. By the way, mm. I was so quiet, but um, I just want to let you know. I've been waiting for you to come on for a while because he's been mm. talking about you. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. so sweet! From mm. the first season, so I was like, I can't wait till you come on. So now you're here, and um, I'm glad that you're here. So I'm yeah, gonna have no, you more hip hop royalties in the and, building. And on top of that, uh, it's Women's History Month, right? Yes. And right. we're keeping it going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Your second uh, guest, second female, yes, yeah, so definitely. Want to give you a shout out? Thank you for coming, and uh, oh. Can, can you hear me? Yeah. We go live. We go. Yeah, and you have a guest with you, Craig Go. Yes, sir. Shout out to Craig Go. Yes, my you know brother, so, my blood brother. Okay. You know what I mean? so, right? Same so, mother, so, same father. So, same mother, same father, brother. For sure. Mm-hmm. You Thank you so, so much for having me. Yeah, I'm hyped no to be I'm, here. I'm honored. I'm honored, hyped to be here. Honored to be here. Shout out to my to my beautiful son Jackson, who's watching on YouTube right now. Shout out to Jackson. Shout out, Jackson. Shout out right. to Jack. Jack. Mommy be home soon. Don't worry. <laughs> right. But I really, I, I really want to say, you know, um, it's it's a pleasure. Like I said, it's a pleasure having you here. And um, you're from the hometown too. So you know, just, we just found from out. South mm-hmm. Jamaica, Queens. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, Queens. So, Queens. Queens. You never knew that. I never knew Big that. Queens. Big Queens. Big Queens. Queens. Get the money. That's, so, that? that's why we were so cool. You know uh, what I'm saying? It was a Queens thing. Yeah, yeah, it is a Queens thing. Originally from South Jamaica, Queens. We grew up Merrick and mm. 108. Okay. Um, we the neighborhood kids. Everybody. Our house was the house that everybody was at. Merrick mm. 108. Um, the whole time growing up, you ask anybody, uh, American 108 around there, 109 Liberty, like they know mm, all of us. Yeah. Not not for the music because we we that you know we're those you know hometown people. Right. I'll say that our house mm-hmm. was the hangout for sure. That's dope. Yep. That's dope. So from from Queens. But uh, so so far, man, uh, we didn't even introduce ourselves. That's how that's yeah, how, how real it is. I ain't gonna front. That's how I really want to. <laughs> oh my I really want to get into this. That's how real it is. I Let's got so many go. I'm honored to be here yeah. with you, Kings. Mm-hmm. But I I just want to know. So, where? How did you like? Where did you start? Like, where did this start? Did you? Yeah, did well, you? Like, I want to know the where beginning. The journey like, where did your journey begin? Because you are a professor as yes. well as you've been in the game. Yep. With many mm-hmm. different names, I get into that, but. Where did you start? Where Crazy. Did a full professor. Not some people be like, Oh, you a you know, you a lecturer or you like to speak. No, I'm a full professor with a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. so yeah, so yep. I will go back. Um I, I will go back. But thank you guys so much for having me. Um the Nobody Put You On podcast. Yes. I'm honored Nobody to be here. On, um and like like I said, yep, I, I taught far, but I definitely. So how did I start? I tell this story a lot, and I feel like the more I tell the story, the more people really, really, really want to hear mm-hmm. it, which is crazy to yeah. me. Like, which is yeah. super duper mm-hmm. crazy. But I think that you know, this is my real brother, same mm-hmm. mother, same father, right? Um, but we grew up in a house, you know, just love that love music, right? right. Yeah. And Fact. my father, he actually. Um, I saw pictures of myself, like, you know, back one, two years old with, like, headphones on, just loving all type of music. Um, I just, everything, just the old, you know, R&B. 
but I always had an affinity for music, if that makes sense. And I remember when I was in, this is a true story, I did not make this up. I remember when I was in the fifth grade, I went to PS116, you guys know what that is. And I remember we had career day, right? And the story that I remember was that, you know, everybody was like, um, attracted to like the doctor, the lawyer, and they had a band. It was this band, and I forget the name of the band to this day. But what happened was, I just remember being in their face. Like they had a song back then that everybody sampled, you know, until now. Um, music, music blows my mind, it mm. blows it all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. at 10 years old, right? And there were no other role models for people like me or and people like us in the industry, right? right. So um, I just had that in my heart, you know, the whole time, right? And so when I went to... I went to Hillcrest. Big mm. shout out to Queen. Big okay. Queen. Yeah. Big yeah, I, know, Queen. I know about Hillcrest. Yes, yes, you know about yes. Hillcrest. Because I used to go to PS86. Oh, and I was right next to him. Yes, yes, My yes. barber was across the street, Freddie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Freddy used to I've been go going there. to Freddy since I was a All the animals, all the animals. The hangout. Insane. Insane. Yep. So even so I said I was gonna do this interview on like a nine. When I go, like I just give me getting so hype and excited. If you ever seen if you ever saw any of my interviews, but I definitely want to have a, a calmer conversation yeah. tonight, right? because <laughs> um, I go crazy and then yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically when I went to Hillcrest, you know, I just felt like, um, you know, something about the music industry that I just, you know, loved. And I knew that I wasn't, you know, I ain't want, I'm not a rapper. Like, I could spit a hot 16, though. Mm, hot I believe 16. it. You, could, you sound um, like you got delivered. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a singer, right? But I was just like, the, you know, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So then I realized that, you know, there was like, you know, Things that you could do behind the scenes and behind the camera, right? And so I ended up, um, you know, like if they have like... um they have like talent shows. Yeah. I remember like volunteering to be the stage manager for the talent shows, mm. right? And I remember the funniest, the funniest time one time was that I called myself, so I watched a lot of TV, right? And I remember the funniest time was that I um I went to McDonald's and asked them to sponsor my green room. So ah. <laughs> that was down the hill. Yeah. And so I had a little green room for the high school students at Hillcrest. And I remember I had a row of, ch- of cheeseburgers. And you remember how they had used to they brought it back now but you know how they like that the orange shakes yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. the orange juice yes, so that. I remember I asked them to borrow the orange they donated it for me so I had cheeseburgers and a, a big thing of orange, orange juice and I thought that I, I thought it was Cristal back then right could you the imagine yeah. yeah and so um that's how I kind of like you know started the infinity for knowing that there's something behind the camera and then um okay I'll say this you you saw the um the Salt and Pepper movie recently. Yes. Did you guys see that? I've seen, I seen bits and pieces yeah. of it, mm-hmm. but I've seen the Okay, so you know that they had a movie. So basically, um, there's a guy who's from Queens is too. He's from Corona. His name is DJ Johnny Wishbone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you yeah, heard I'm of yeah. DJ yeah. Johnny yeah. Wishbone. Yeah. So he was my very first client when I was in high school. I was managing Johnny Wishbone. Wow. He was the backup hey. DJ for Spinderella. 
Mm. And like when Spinderella, like he would wait till she come and then you know spin for her. He was in that movie. I mean, I, he was in that video um, back then. Um, such such wanna be like Bob. Bob got it going on with no job. He was Bob in that. But back then, that was the biggest thing in the world. Okay. And a friend of ours, they used to dance for them as well. And Steve Azor, the you know Herbie's brother, went to Hillcrest mm -hmm. during my time. So I kind of just like so my relationship with DJ Johnny Wishbone actually just got me all like, oh my God, I could do. Do this mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah and so it just kind of like you know rolls after that mm-hmm and it led you here this is crazy so as far as like now let me skip ahead now, okay see, now the teaching right what what uh when you met five what what year was this what year did you have five as a student because I, I so rec more recent mm -hmm. like 2000 14. You know, 14, 15, mm -hmm. around there, yeah, which was which was insane. So the story, and we can go back to the beginning mm -hmm. at some point, yeah. you know, back, yeah, so after gonna... that, I, you know, Howard, but I'll tell the story that, yeah, um, that. there's a lady that um, I met, she's since passed away, but she just kept saying, yo, your background, like, your butt, I was working at... The Source magazine. Okay. I was the um, the VP of everything, the mm. VP of operations and you know marketing for the Source. And I learned a lesson about working for friends. Yeah, never, never. never. But she kept saying to me about even though I love Lonzel, Lonzel, I love you, love you like a brother. But you can never work for friends, right? Yeah. For friends, you know, okay. for friends, you can work with your friends, yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, get but it. you cannot work, work for, for your friends. friends. And I worked for Lonzel, right? Yeah. Um, learning experience. Love him. Lonzel, I love you. But at the same time, you know, a lesson learned. But I, but what happened was I was working at the source. A young la a, a lady said, you know, your personality, like, you should teach. Like, you have a master's degree. And I was just like, I don't know. But she wanted me to teach the kids. And mm -hmm. I, I don't have the temperament for kids, right? right? I don't. I love kids. I love you, Jackson. I love my children, that's, that's right? That's crazy because I, I would think You that, would think yeah, that I do. Yeah. I don't have the temperament to teach kids. I, I mess with kids all day. Like, I love kids. I have yeah. a 10-year-old named Jackson. I have a 16-year-old son named Cisco, Big Cisco, Clutch mm -hmm. Up Cisco. I have um, four nephews. My brother Craig has two sons, Craig Jr. and Tylen. Um, but at the end of the day, like I got temperament for kids, but I don't got temperament for kids, right? So fast forward to, um, I'm at the source. Um, you know, we're doing covers like, during, during I was there, Kim Osario had came, come back, mm -hmm. and we were doing covers like um, the DJ Khaled cover. Mm -hmm. um, there was a if I remember, there was a DJ Khaled, there was a um, T.I. cover, a bunch of covers we were doing during that time. And basically, a friend of mine, his name is um, Kareem, Tokyo Kareem. Um, you got, he, he's a little known in this, you know, in this circuit as well. But I was just, I had just met him. Um, my friend Light, who manages a tribe called Quest, called me was like, I want you to meet this dude. You should meet this dude, right? Mm. So when I meet the, when the dude comes up to the source, we have, you know, we're family type meeting. And he was just like, yo, you're jazz? Like, you're bugging. Like, you got a master's degree. You sitting up here in the source? Mm. Like, literally just like yeah. that. So come to find out, he is, and I was spending like 13, 14, 20 hour days at the source, wow. right? Wow. Um, and this was when my son, because, you know, we printed, we had to do everything. This was right. when my son, who's 10, was mm. like four, Right. And so, you know, three and four. So I'm like, okay. So he was just like, you're just like, you're bugging. Like, I heard so much about you. Like, you're a legend in this music industry. Like, you really sitting up here? Like, really? He's yeah. like, you should teach. Like, and I was just like, okay. So come to find out this guy, Tokyo Kareem, who's like a family to us now, um, is, is like this black dude from Harlem that 
went to Japan originally, he knows full J- Japanese. Like, wow. he really speaks full Japanese. Like, he, so Rihanna had took him on the tour. Like, so if you go into Japan and you're a hip-hop artist, you're going to call him to translate because you um, want a black dude yeah, yeah, to make to sure your money is straight. You're crazy. Crazy. That's true. That's true. Craziest <laughs> story ever. He's so dope. He also lived in Dubai. Crazy. So I come to find out he was an adjunct professor at MCNY in, in Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Okay, like you, he's not the first person that said that, and I was just like, all right. So then he ends up, you know, kind of getting me this, you know, this jump start at MCNY. But come to find out, the hiring lady at MCNY is best friends with Londell and went to law school with him. Wow! wow. And so I just full was like, circle. full circle, everything. That's why your reputation and relationships is important, well, and we yes. can talk back about that. Yes, um, but I ended up getting one class teaching for um, teaching in the. Um, Grad school, mm-hmm. right at at MCNY. I still right. have that relationship to this day. Yes. I I taught. I can't, but yeah, I still have that relationship to this <laughs> yeah. day. And I'll get back to it. Um, but what happened was, um, I then found out, you know, about IAR's, you know, rebirth, quote unquote, rebirth program, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm a whole like I could do this with my eyes closed because yeah. there's not really a lot of people. You know, people have their own experiences in life, and mm-hmm. people have come through the music industry. But my story is unique unto me. Right. Yeah. And what happens is, people, you can't really tell my story through my lens. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell your story, but trust me, it ain't as fly yeah, yeah. as my story. Yeah. yeah. Trust. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. It's real different. It's real different. Yeah. Real different. Right. I got a whole resume. Right. And so um, people be like, "You can't." It's not. It's about my resume is solid, B, yeah. and I'm a solid individual. Mm-hmm. Right, and so um, I went and I did, you know, an interview with at IAR, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" And I just, I, I love the students. I loved, you know, where they were coming from, and you know, I say in my educational journey that people just stand out. Right, yeah. there's some people that you know that's gonna be dope in life, yeah. and Fi was definitely one of those students. Like I had students that really still be, you know, hitting me in my DM, um, <laughs> you know, still be, you know, just. I mean, I love people. Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, we got a, we yeah. got a, um, a go, mommy. I love you from from, um, from YouTube. Hi, Jackson. So, shout out to Jack. so just shout out to Jackson. But you should know that my son Jackson, who's ten years old. Already has his YouTube channel. He mm. has um, a slime store. He gets okay. busy with the slime. Mm, right. It's called Action Jack Slime Time. And follow my beautiful. And he's so cute. Like my kids is cute. Thank God, my kids is cute. Um, love kids. Um, love kids. And basically, um, and basically, you know, he has a slime store. Mm. Made his own logo. Mm, so look. during COVID, we kind of stopped because a lot of those slime events, you know, that he liked it, were in person. in person. But basically, we gonna go back out. But follow Action Jack yeah, Slime Time Jack, on that. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow my baby, and we're gonna get together with the slime really soon. Now that the world is opening up. Yep. But now back to IAR. Um, so you know, students or people that you meet is just fly or dope. I think so. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. You know right. what I mean? I, th- I think right. so. Okay. Okay. I think cool so. Scott's I think he's a cool dude. Yeah, you was my favorite class, by the way. I, like favorite class, five. favorite professor, you know. Hey, it's, if I could put this together, she's kind of like the reason why you're kind of like into this. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because that was part of my journey going to IAR. Yeah. And it's kind of because I kind of like... I, from background of my family, I kind of knew the business, but I wanted to test myself as far as 
you know, everybody go to school and stuff. I wanted to, you know, test myself if I can, because I didn't think I was gonna get through that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was gonna graduate from there. And I wow. graduated, and I learned a lot. And you actually, because that course, they shove a lot of things in one into one course. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, I think you was mar- marketing. Marketing. Yeah. I taught like I taught marketing there. Yeah. I taught. Um, maybe PR, but yeah, mm, what happens yeah, is they shove a right. lot of things, yeah. right? They yeah. do. They shove a lot yeah. of things. With, so but you get then, a realm of like everything, like thing you meant, like everything in one. So mm-hmm. it was cool. It was cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And then for me, I tried to you know give the students that I've really liked mm-hmm. more information, like anything I could do, connect the dots, whatever. Um, but like I was saying, you do see students, and and still now to this day, you do stu- do see students that super fly. Yeah. That like fly. I think you super fly. Uh, I really think serious dude, you know, not necessarily serious in terms of like, you know, serious dude, but serious Mm -hmm. about his work and serious about, you know, where he was going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people like that stand out. Like usually I'm not going to tell you what I do with with students on social media, but, you know, I still stay in contact with Fah. Like Mm -hmm. we still follow each other. I think he's a stand up dude, a solid dude. And I saw his progression and I think he's dope. And then, um, yeah, we did talk about, right, coming the first um, the first time, yeah, yeah, and then we yeah, just never kind of yeah, coordinated. Like the yeah. And then mm-hmm. he said last week he was just like, and I don't come. I live in New Jersey. I don't live in Queens mm-hmm. now. I live in New Jersey, right? Okay. And I'm like, I don't come out the house. I was my brother. I, I was just like, yo. I'm going to come out the house. I'm like, for five, I'm coming out the house. Oh, man. For five, I'm coming out the house. I appreciate that. Nah, I appreciate that. We appreciate that. I appreciate I like that. I like hearing that. I appreciate that you being here. That's a true story. And I was just like, okay, it's five, I'm coming out the house. I said, I've been trying to, you know, do this show for a long time. And what happened was, I think, you know, during COVID, I've done a lot of documentaries and a lot of interviews, um, but this is the first one that I've done since COVID in person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything okay. has been during via Zoom. Yeah. Everything has been, and they have some good technology, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they do, they do. But just the feel of seeing y'all, mm-hmm. I'm so that's hyped how, right now. That's how we love it. We we mm-hmm. couldn't do the Zoom thing. I'm be honest. We, oh my yeah, god, yeah, that wasn't that. Was, we wasn't into that. We like we like this. this I'm hyped. This is my first in person interview since COVID, guys. Mm-hmm. So I'm honored, that. and I've been on. I'm so zoomed out. I mean, I'm honored. I'm honored, you know, because you know I've done some, and I'm honored that people just want to hear my story, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I always say that when you're doing the work, you don't really realize that it's iconic shit, mm-hmm. right? You don't realize you don't, that. You don't. You, I'm, I was just this little black girl from South Jamaica, Queens, mm-hmm. and, you know, just... Now, looking back, you see that it's really some iconic shit, and I'm right. grateful to be called a music industry legend. You know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't really realize that when you're doing the work, you know. So I'm honored that you guys want to hear my story. I'm honored that, you know, people want to still hear my story. Um, and I still have, you know, so much more to do and so much more yeah, to give. that's good. That's mm-hmm. the good thing mm-hmm. about it, too, when you're still here and you got so much more to continue. Mm-hmm. And you did a lot. So, like... You got a lot of names. I want it's all over the place. Like I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Rock Nation Jay Z guy. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. And I seen that um, you you gave him a, a shout out around the the uh, what's that? The era of the Volume One. Mm-hmm. D- did you have something? Did you have something to do with that? Like the marketing, a little something, a little maybe something? the marketing. Um, and, and I want to know like mm-hmm. what's what's. Like what was that like around that time? Because marketing today is very is different. very different in marketing then. So mm-hmm. what, what was that like? Like marketing around that time. Got it. So 
I'll just go back and I'll just tell the tell you from um, when I graduated from Hillcrest, right? Okay. Um, I so back then, remember, I'm not I'm not dating myself. You know, I'm I'm proud. Mm-hmm. You know, to be in my 40s, right? I'm proud, right? But at the end of the day, my sons they be like, "Mommy, how old are you exactly?" I'm like, "If you can't count, don't ask me," right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, when I left Hillcrest, you know, we're we're in a non-digital world, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm from South Jamaica, Queens, the first person in my family to go to college, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what happened was my mother went to business school. My father owned a bunch of, um, he worked for Con Edison. Mm-hmm. Our father worked for Con Edison. Mm-hmm. And he owned um, a lot of bodegas. That's why would they be like, oh, first black bodega. Stores, yeah. My father been doing that back Ooh, then, he right? He had over mm-hmm. eight. Where at? Yeah. Throughout Queens. Um, Queens. Rockaway, wow. Rockaway Boulevard. Really? Liberty. Um, like, what is that? Merrick, Rockaway Boulevard. Yeah. Merrick. You know, over the time. Yeah. Even in Nostrand yeah, before. Yeah. Wow. I know all those So, places. basically, yeah. what happened was, um, what happened was, um, I knew that I wanted to go to um, Howard. Right? right? I knew that I wanted to go to Howard. Mm-hmm. But back then, like I said, it was just like this digital world non-digital world that you could only it wasn't a phone it wasn't you know it wasn't internet it was just straight up um it was just straight up what you hear right and so i said to my 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 mother um i heard about this school i've been hearing about it for a while i'm Mm -hmm. going to howard and she was just like it's a way it's a dc and i'm just like i heard Mm -hmm. about the school um you know and i'm going right Mm -hmm. period so I was just like, okay, I'm going to apply to Howard, and then I'm going to apply to a CUNY, you know, CUNY. Right. And what yeah. happens is, if in the event that you know I don't make it to Howard, I'll make it. You know, I'll go, I'll stay here and go to the CUNY. But some way I'm gonna go to Howard, right? Mm-hmm. But that was the time when Puffy was there, mm-hmm. right? That was the time when I mean, just so many things. Wow. Like so you, I just, you were in school with Puff. He was just leaving, wow. so I know. I know like, the, the energy whole, was crazy around that time. Oh my God! It was like the only thing ever that you just this a place that you wanted to be mm-hmm. right so when i get there i'm just like oh my gosh like this is howard so mm-hmm. basically I, I apply and i'm not necessarily not always say that they're like you a whole professor but i'm not necessarily a scholar right. i'm a teacher right if that makes a difference like i didn't have the best grades in high school and i did not when i got to howard oh my god i barely at the my first semester like i barely made it because mm-hmm. it was like it's Howard. I was literally straight up partying. Yeah. True story, right? Cool. But what happened was I realized the value of that opportunity, right? right? And I saw all the things that Puff was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, he would go on the on the um, on the Greyhound up Amtrak up and work, and I was just like, you know, enamored by the music industry because it was an opportunity, right, for somebody like me. Right. And so what happened was at Howard, um, a lot of things were going on in hip hop. Like I just did, we just had a thirty year <laughs> celebration. Of um, a thirty-year <laughs> celebration right. of um, the cultural initiatives hip hop conference. There's a hip hop conference at mm-hmm. at um, at Howard during that time, so it was right. a lot mm-hmm. going on in the hip hop space. Ooh. So I was on that panel, but just to tell about you know my experience and doing marketing for that panel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean for that for the for the four years or three years I was at Howard, right? Crazy, crazy times, crazy stories. So every rapper in the world would come down for the Howard University, University yeah. you know, homecoming Coming or oh, yeah. cultural initiative, right? right. I've never that been makes to sense. one of those, but I heard they are. You gotta go. Home. When it opened oh, back how, up, oh, be my man, guest. How I heard they are so lit. I went, last time I went, was, I usually go every, but two uh-huh. years ago, I didn't know it was the last one, actually. That's crazy. Before last COVID. Before, before the COVID. COVID. Yeah, it was, oh man. Yeah, I had, you did go. I remember. Life changing. 
great time. It's a great life time. Life changing. You'll be so you so you leave there so motivated. It's ridiculous. Life changing, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happened was um, probably like my like my sophomore year, I saw a sign that said um, that I saw a sign that said, "Do you want to work for Def Jam?" What? And I'm like, we're like, it was a crew of us. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, and if you watch this um, cultural initiative interview, it came out like maybe about three weeks ago. Three okay. weeks ago, we did. It was a virtual, a mm-hmm. all day, you know, virtual. This like a whole, you know, mm-hmm. panel. It was good though because it got it. You know, once again, you you remember these memories, right? right. Who else was on the panel? For um, this guy named um, Derek um, Jackson. He managed um, Common Sense for okay. like. Um, 30, the whole time. He right. just, literally, wow. he's been mm-hmm. managing Common Sense School until now. Mm-hmm. Um, young so, Guru. You guys yeah. know who wow. Young Guru is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Young Guru, um, he was in our little um, Def Jam clique, right? And yeah. people don't know that we all went to Howard at the same time, which is crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. But what happened was, there's a guy named Kevin Mitchell who put up this sign. He was like, he used to do, he's a little bit older than me, but what he used to do was like the promotions in the Mid-Atlantic region for Def Jam. So he got all of us, and of course, um, there's a a gentleman who is family now named Sidney Margitson. He's a senior vice president of... um, Publicity at Atlantic Records right now. Mm-hmm. Right, he's been Atlantic for 27 years. Right, right. Um, family, family, family. So he was a part of that. You know, early. You know, Def Jam. There's a guy named Jim Nice. You know, you Atlanta. You know Jim Nice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Nice. He used to be down with Steve Stout. Right, right. Um, right. Now he's into them SE bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that Jim Nice. So all of those people that were in my little Def Jam clique are now wow, where I. Ha- nice but people circle. don't know that that's about the crazy. back. You know, you know that yeah, dope circle, crazy. right? Yeah, that, that need to be more. Praised, honestly, yeah, because y'all yeah. took y'all got it out the mud, as we say. Yeah, you know? that was. Y'all that worked was very, very hard true. to, you know. And yeah. so Kevin used to um, make us go to all the clubs, right, and put up Def Jam posters and take pictures in front of all of them. So we used to do the club circuit in D.C. It was mm. like my first, you know, inter- internship. And so um, what happened was I did that all the way into my junior year. So my junior year. Um, at Howard, I was the volunteer. I went out for like you know talent coordinator, but right. I didn't get that right. Mm. Um, they gave me. I know it's tough to um, get that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Everybody wanted. Respect. I everybody know everybody wanted. That wanted. Talent what? That's right after he brought Biggie there, right? No, that was my year. Oh, mm. that wow. was my continue, year. Continue, continue. Wow. That was my yeah. year. <laughs> and so what happened was. Um, I got the job as volunteer coordinator, which is like at homecoming. So if you if you guys don't know how at homecoming, it's like you know the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands and thousands of mm-hmm. people. Whether you went to Howard, whether you go to Howard, three like, you four know days, somebody, three four days of pure fun. Week, You're right? not sleeping that weekend. You don't sleep, right? You don't yeah. sleep. And so I said, you know, I was a volunteer coordinator, which meant that I had to, you know, kind of um, be in charge of three hundred. Um, student volunteers. So I had to supply, you know, as a team, we had to supply, you know, the workers or the volunteers mm-hmm. for the talent show, the fashion show, the yard fest and right. all of that. So like I said, I was interning for Def Jam at the time and I went to them and I went to Def Jam, Leo Cohen, big shout out to Leo Cohen, who's now the president at YouTube, um, Julie Greenwell, who's the CEO at um, Atlantic Records. Those were those my, are, those those are are my people, those right? Big names. big names, right? And so what happened was, um, I asked them to sponsor the t-shirts for homecoming right and 
imagine you're, you know, remember hip hop is not mainstream right, then, right? right? We were a small label back then. Mm-hmm. And just imagine the opportunity to sponsor like 500 shirts on campus while the rest of the labels is walking around looking crazy. So the, the I, and I don't have, I know someone has a shirt, but basically it was, you know, Def Jam Records and it was volunteer on the back or staff mm-hmm. on the back. Yeah. Classic. You know, classic, yeah. right? And so what happened was I would have like, you know, we had badges and I would have like, you know, 20 people working this this time, 20 people working over here. And back to Fa, what you were saying was that, you know, the, the hip-hop show that year, when you watched the Biggie movie, um, and the first time he ever performed Party and Bullshit, Bullshit. Was, that the uh, was then. Wow. Yeah. You was there. I was standing by the stage. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I got a lot of can you take us there? Can you take us to that? Exactly. Oh my gosh! Is that like? As far as the set, as far, like in the movie, how they got the... It was exactly the set, that How they did way. the fake jumping in. The, that, and that. we were like every... Okay, so basically, I remember... Do you, you remember the you had me on the bus at 14, 15 years old to Howard Homecoming, and I was there for that show. Wow. So, so you witnessed that. This is my mentor. So a lot mm-hmm. of these memories I remember as a young kid, 14, wow. 15, 16 and up. So I've been in the Julie Green walls and Leah's office because of her. Wow. You know, but I remember from a child when Party and Bullshit came out and it was nothing else. I was right in wow. front of the stage. That's not crazy. Yeah. I yeah. vaguely remember, remember that. that right? I remember that clearly, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. And then he was doing a lot of those early videos. Mm-hmm. I had him at 14 and 15 at Def Jam. He was doing a lot of those. So he a lot of those hip-hop videos, he was first AD on those videos. Wow. All those Steve Carr, Carr videos. Hype Williams. He wow. was working. And I, sometimes I yeah. wish that, you know, he would have stuck with it. But um, he'll tell his, you know, in a, in a minute. But basically... My whole thing. So basically, you know, have the staff there and you got to, you know, be working the aisles and just mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, everything is good. And then, you know, it was Biggie. Um, and I remember, if I remember correctly, oh, so that was later. What happened was, mm-hmm. you remember the Biggie cover for Vibe? Yeah. Yes. So me, Misa, and Biggie were the first people there that day. So I have a story about that too. Wow. But this was later. That's when we met Faith right? in the movie, I think. That's when what? He met Faith or something like that? No. Nah. That's not the scene? All right, He met Faith me. at, a, at a bad boy. Okay. Like at a bad, something. But I remember that day, um, you know, being right by the stage and just was watching, like, you know, everybody was rocking, the whole crowd was watching. And you, and what happened was, you know, Howard is, you know, has an affinity for all, like, superstars. I remember meeting Alonzo Mourning that day. Wow. I remember meeting a couple of... Chris Webber wow. was there C. in that Web. crowd. C. I remember. Web. So that was my era. And so then I'm standing by the stage, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, party and bullshit goes on. And then all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden, it was like a fight in the background. And everybody's like running and ducking. And then all of a sudden, it, it gets calm. And then he goes on. and But then after that, it erupts again because everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But I remember that. And I remember, um, you know, the, the it was a post office pavilion. There's a girl named um, Jamel. I just did a, a Def We did a Def Jam 30-year reunion on um, Clubhouse maybe about a month ago. Right. Um, I've seen that. I was going to talk to you about that. Oh, okay. I didn't get to see the Clubhouse, but I, uh-huh. I seen the, 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 the picture that you combined and all uh-huh. the people. I said, Crazy. damn, that's a legendary picture. All them names. All them people uh, have something to do with hip-hop uh, today, yesterday, like, going on. Like, it's crazy, that mm-hmm. lineup I've seen. And i seen you in there. i seen Russ, Lior, mm-hmm. 
see you. I see you know a couple people in there that I know that which that is crazy. In the game. And I'm like, wow, that's that's a big thing, man. Crazy. And Leor got so robbed. I didn't know you. Yeah. I didn't, but I didn't. Sorry, control. I didn't know that you had something to do with that. I thought I was going to get into like the Rough Riders. Mm -hmm. Like I, I thought you were just strictly. With them, because I've seen you, and I'm going to get into that yeah. now. I'm going to get into that. Yeah. I've seen uh -huh. you before. Like, see, it's crazy because, like, we spoke to you about the you coming on mm -hmm. before that even came out. Right, right. So when i seen you, and I'm like, yo, that's that's who Fah was talking about. On that's the Rough Riders documentary. On the, on the documentary okay, that came on it. BET. Uh, mm -hmm. It's still playing yeah. on BET, which is like, it's surreal sometimes, you know, mm. again, to just be able to tell my story. Yeah. Yeah. But so what happened was... Um, that's crazy, right? Yeah, I was, hype. I, was yeah like, right. I was hype. I was like, I was hype. Like I knew you. I didn't even know you. You do know me. We but family I'm now. Right. We family now. <laughs> no, that's that's her right there. And I was like, yo, she gotta come on, like, cause. If I always told me you have you've been around, but mm -hmm. to see you there, I'm, I'm a like, hoe. I've been around. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Like I'll but get around. No, 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 not like that. No, I'm but joking. he's telling me. But you know, but when you, when I seen you on there, mm -hmm. I was just like, wow, that's how she definitely got to come on. We need to come on there. This is story that's out of here. Thank I you. I know you was around like the the, the, the shit. Crazy. I, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So what happened was when I was about to graduate from um Howard this is me being so I okay back backstory after that you know after that homecoming was my junior year that summer after my junior year I went up and I interned at Def Jam in New York City okay. right so back so the story that I was telling on um that Def Jam reunion right um you know a lot, and a lot of those stories that you know um that I remember it and was telling um, was like, you know, intern and we were in Rick Rubin's, um, what was it, three story? Mm -hmm. What do you call those? Three, what do you call those things? Condos. condos Not a condo, it. but like a penthouse. Yeah, it was like on, yeah, like a duplex, like, yeah. a, like a townhouse. Town right? Like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And basically, when I, when I got to, um, when I got to New York, when I, you know, went there, in the, my very first day, I saw this lady named Rhonda Cowan. Big shout out to Rhonda Cowan. And she's one of the girls, who taught, ladies now, who taught me how to be fly. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like she was the director of video during that time. So the first person I saw. So the first floor was like Chris Lighty's office. Second floor was like um, management. So mm -hmm. Michael Kaiser, who's the president of Atlantic, right. he was working, doing promotions. And then I can't remember. The third floor was like Ariel, where mm -hmm. we worked, right? Um and then the top floor, Rick Rubin left for his, he went to LA, but he had left for his house. So we right. weren't allowed up there, up there right? Okay. But um, it was crazy. So I used to go there every day. I was working 13 hours a day, just trying to like learn, grow, whatever. And remember, this is the day, this is the days before internet. Yes. This is the day. So it was like one fax. I was saying this the other day. This was like, we had like one fax machine, one computer that we shared. Wow. Um, I remember there was um, L O Cool J had a song called um, Pink Cookies in a Plastic Bag. Mm. You remember that song? And so, getting crushed by buildings. <laughs> um, and so, I remember them having me to um, fill thousands of bags of pink cookies. Mm. Right? And then, you know, as a promo item. And then, put it in. Um, then, they gave me a bag of tokens. Right? Tokens. By yeah, the way, back, back and I had to wow. ride Paint all tokens. the way, all wow. around, you know, the city, giving out these, um, 
pin cookies to all the influencers. Yeah. Wow. So right now, you know, of course you can do it digitally, but just to have those relationships just, with people yeah. like, you know, DJ Enough, you yeah. know, people like, you know, um, there was um, Roberto Gooden who used to work at, um, at the record store, like all these yeah. people. But, you know, so... My next, um, you know, then it was my senior year. And then when I was about to graduate, I, like, wrote this, like, 10-page essay to Lior and Julie, like, you know, how can I work? At, then we moved to Varick Street. That became mm, famous. That's, yeah. So that was, like, so That was the a whole, hangout after that. That's, that's the one, one where everybody. 160 Varick Street. Yeah, I remember them days. I just, that was, that's when she got me my first job. Mm, you was up there? At 14 to 17, I wow. worked um, in Julie Greenwald's office or wow. Leo's wow. office. And she had, that was my first job as, it was the jukebox. Y'all may not remember that, but used to have to pay for videos. Yeah. I know, I, I, I know what you're talking about. I used about. to order the videos for Foxy Brown, Meth and Red. Uh, Jay Z, mm-hmm. I did all of the, all of those guys. You know what I'm saying? So, wow! And they used to pay me. That was my first job. It was that's crazy. Big time marketing, and mm-hmm. I used to sit literally in Julie or Leo's yeah, office. Yeah. I only answered to Russell or Leo, and of course, Julie. that wow. that amazed me. I remember that, also um, we used to give out. He used to yeah, give out balloons fire. through his company. <laughs> right, that's fire. That's fire. Right? That's fire. Yeah. yeah. Like I, that's I, your that was your job. That was Bro, your day to day. I tell you the things that the doors she opened, and from then to now, she created a monster of what I seen. Mm. I didn't know you had to pay for liquor at clubs because I'm fifteen, sixteen, yeah, going in with meth, yeah, red, right, and, you know, and they like, oh, that's little brother. They used to call me little mm. brother because I was her yeah. little brother. So right. that's how they acknowledged me. The the bouncers, everybody. So they used to get me in the clubs. We used to remember the time we was talking about we gave the pink cookies out. I was 15, 16, and we gave uh, Onyx. And we had uh, the worms. The worms, Onyx, the gummy shifty. Worms, shifty, low down, gritty, and grimy. So we used to do all of that. Then we used to get in a grand car or a train ride and go to the video shoots after working all day uh, school for me. Man. That didn't work. So my childhood was... That's, that's was, fun. You, you, you be at the office and you suddenly see Scarface walking, the legendary Scarface walking. Not the Cuban nigga. Let, let, let's talk Scarface. about... I think this is going to be exciting. The Christmas parties. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I remember gosh. 15 years old going to a Christmas party and seeing the notorious big Wesley Snipes, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, my but, God. And, but this in was, one place. In one place. But it was, like, regular for me because they was coming up to the office, and after every night, I'm telling you, I was the, had the best childhood anybody could ever have. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. They used Nobody to, put us on exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> they gave me a grand car. Every night after I left the office to get home from school, and I went to Andrew Jackson, still Big Queen. Wow. Not the magnet. Damn. We was the I, reason. I, I was the first year. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I, we were still super tough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. We were the first one to have the JFK metal detectors in school. That's a fact. Wow. Extremely tough school. Mm-hmm. LL went there. 52. Yeah. And Ja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, I think Rev. Rev, too. That's a legendary school. And Ed Lover. Big shout out to Ed Lover. He was a security guard too, also. Yeah, yeah, he was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Absolutely. The stories, Meth and Red on tour, the Damn, interviews, yo, the it's, I Def Comedy it's Jam, Def Comedy Jam. You could say any topic. We was there. oh my god, Def Comedy Jam. There. I was 15, 16 years old in Jackson. Imagine 
she coming in the office. I get my Christmas. Bo- I worked there. She gave me my first job. I was about to ask about the bonuses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. First, I was getting back then like over two thousand a month just wow. for doing that. Then she used to send me on the video shoots with Steve Carr, and I was. He said, "He Steve Carr, I love you, Steve." So he says, uh, "Listen, you talk to them, the black guys. You t- handle them. Here's the money. Here's everything. You the day to day for them. Wow. So you know those experiences." And uh, opportunities opened my mind up to other lights that you couldn't even imagine. Mm. I'm just blessed and appreciative to have her in my life. Mm. Yes. You know, because she, uh, you know, she does that for yeah. everybody right, else. Right, right. Open eyes, yeah. She yeah. had me like that since 13, 12 years old. That's so dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And that's ill because, you know, you could have went your own lane. Mm-hmm. You could have been on some, oh, no, I'm be over here. Yeah. But... That's ill that you went mm-hmm. and you listened and you followed and look where it got you. Oh, and, yeah. and and but you you a legend in your own right too. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. You're a legend mm-hmm. in your own right yeah. too, brother. Yeah, and that's dope that you listen too. Yeah. A lot of no, siblings won't dope. listen. A lot of people huh? a lot of siblings will not listen. Uh, I ain't trying to be like my brother. Yeah. I ain't trying to be like I ain't yeah. going over there. Uh-huh. But you stood down and yeah. Yeah, I mean that, yeah. that's dope. That's dope. He listened for the most, for the most for the part, most. right? Then we had a little, kid, you know, yeah. thing. Yeah. And now we're going to talk going about to prove yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The issue that we had was with um, hard headed um, Maze. Maze. Um, Maze. So he managed Maze. He put Maze. But um, so so at Def Jam, like he said, it was just so it was a different world, and it was just opportunity. And back then, you know, we were there. You know, at a time when the when the when the business was growing, right. right? And I always, you know, give Leor Cohen, you know, and Julie Greenwald the thanks. But Leor Cohen was the first person that bought me my first car when I graduated from college, right? Wow. Leor Cohen, you know, bought me my first um, ju- piece of jewelry that was over five thousand mm. dollars. You understand what I'm saying? Like, just so those type, those experiences, you know. The, Incomparable, and so what happened was when I got to Def Jam. So Leor, they called me in for this interview, right? And then when I got to Def Jam, um, basically, I was going for the promotions coordinator, like some no college promotions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I went to college. Mm-hmm. He was like, Nope, you take the promotions coordinator job. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay, so the promotions coordinator job. And then a little bit after that, you know, um, the company started to grow again, mm-hmm. and. Um, they opened, well, they started a marketing department and made Julie Greenwood the head of the marketing department. Mm-hmm. So first they made me like a little, you know, I was still the assistant. Then I became, then I was able to do the marketing for Flatliners. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my first, probably first group on my own, which was Russell's nephews. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, they realized that I had a, I realized I had a nick for marketing, a knack for marketing, but my major at Howard was communications because there was really no marketing degree back then, right? right? And then um, fast forward to, I just started to grow, you know, in the company and in my own, you know, bubble or in my own world, I would say. And then what happened was as we started to get these artists, you know, or these, um, these artists or these, you know, labels, I just was the person that, you know, was blessed enough mm-hmm. to do these, you know, to do the marketing and come up with these plans, right, um, for these for these artists. Some of them had, you know, staff, you know, that, that were newer staff, and I walked them through that are huge now, like Lenny S., yes. right, came with, you know, Shaka Lenny Pilgrim. S. Can you right. get Lenny S. to unblock me? Because he blocked me. On the What'd you say to Lenny? <laughs> Too I didn't funny. Say what you do, Dutch? I didn't say anything to him directly. Mm-hmm. I was talking about uh-huh. Vic Mensa. 
I was like, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what around he's the time not, he was that? He's not you know. I gave my opinion on Vic yeah. Mensa, mm-hmm. but I like Lenny S though. He's and the, he blocked the bomb me for that. He blocked me for that. Can he invited us up. I, like um, I, I don't like Vic Mensa like that. I'm gonna be honest. The artist he's he's, he's not one of my favorites. Got it. So <laughs> and then you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, yeah, okay, I think got I, it. I, I left a, a pin. But not somebody that making money some, off of B. He was shouting him out. Yeah, and I was like, I don't and that's my that's my attorney Julian's artist as well. Sorry about that. I don't. I don't got beef though. I like Lenny's the bomb. I follow Lenny. I'm like, yo, Lenny's dope. You he invited I mean? us to. Um, I took Fa. You did. I think it was when you left. I think the next year after the next mm-hmm. the next the cycle of students. I took um, some students from IAR to to Rock Nation. He hosted us. Wow, I'm at tight. Rock Nation. We was like the we experiment in, class. I wish I was your student. We sat in Lenny S's wow. office, the gold couch, pictures on the gold couch. The students was crazy. They they still be calling me. So that was one of the. But my students now, like we'll fast forward. My students now, they've had all of that. We've been to Def Jam. We've been Atlantic. But I'll bring all of that. Mm. Do they appreciate your class? Look fun. Love me. I don't like lie. You at um, Mon- Monroe? I'm the yeah. I'm yeah. the administrator. Administrative professor um, at Monroe College, mm-hmm. full time professor. Yes. Yeah, and that's dope. I never um, seen like somebody headline like the hip hop professor. Thank like, you. That's, yeah, that's dope. That's, that's, that's dope. my brand. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. So yeah, it's it's a it's a double edged sword, right? Because mm-hmm. you know the. The the I want to say the education industry mm-hmm. right they're not really used to I mean it's straight laced you're yeah. teaching you know college level courses you're teaching higher education but what happens is um, so so I have two I have the hip hop professor which is you know no one can tell the story and present like I present right mm-hmm. but I also have the professor young experience because I'm going to do it different regardless right. of any level in any room does mm-hmm. that make sense yes so um, you want to hear the rest of the Def Jam stuff or you want to talk about yeah, the current stuff. We can get to the um, cover stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we want, I want to get into you, my brother, because yes. you, you're a legend in your song. No, he is. Like the whole H&Y, you know H&Y? I heard of mm-hmm. H&Y. Yeah. yeah. He's a legend. So, yeah, continue. Mm-hmm. So, what you want to hear? We go to Def Jam. So, let's hear the Def Jam rock. rock um, okay. Rock, yeah, let's yes, get to I that. I want to get to the, to the beginning, like them days, because them days are golden. They you know were, I mean? and and I didn't realize, right? Because you're living in the moment. Because you're right? living in the moment, and this is before social media, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this didn't is record before, all those wonderful record. things that happen that you can't even explain. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens at Def Jam? What happens on the road? Stay on the road, right? Mm-hmm. But you can't. But sometimes I wish I do now have social media, um, from you back know, social media, yeah. or have been able right? to record this stuff because mm-hmm. it's way different. It's a way different. Way you know what different. I'm like, um. The very first day that um, Leor Cohen had went to Yonkers and came back and gave me G- um, DMX, right? Wow. Um, you know, so I did the marketing for all the first five Jay's, I mean, excuse me, the first five DMX albums, so all of the Rough Riders. So hold on, hold on. First five? Hold on. There, my name is, you didn't know so that? You, classics? I know some, but I didn't know that wait, 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 to wait. extent. You didn't know that? I knew that. To a certain extent, but you said first five. The first five. So that means the yeah, first, yeah. You, the, the first, the two. first, the, one of the greatest hip hop years in history. Fact. Yes. Those first ninety-nine. I did. Yep. I did the marketing. Wow. My name is on the liner notes, wow. like marketing by no share credit. Like I have those plaques. Somebody stole them. A crackhead stole them years. I, I don't know who stole them, but somebody stole them like about five years ago. But I still, I had like hundreds and hundreds of plaques. But I still got a good lot, right? But yeah, so I did. So when I was at Def Jam, I said I found my niche, right? Um, and what happened was. I did, you know, when, when they signed Rough Riders, those first five 
DMX album for mine. Like I did them. Mm. Like I was like me and X for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. X for the first time. Because I see I y'all got, y'all became close. That became He's real close. He's my brother to this day. I just saw him. His pictures. Wow. I, he was in, shooting a video with the locks um, mm-hmm. in right during COVID. Yeah, I see and it, I, I see went it. to um, I went to Harlem to meet him. And we took pictures. I love X, like, to this minute, right? Mm-hmm. To this day. Like, he's my family to this day. Um, but, I, you know, all families got a bunch of stuff. A bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. That's how it so is. I had... And I was... Um, I was like he's the nicest, sweetest person you would ever want to meet to this day. So if you find out about like my relationship with X, is watching the Rough Riders, you know, documentary that's airing on BET right now. Um, you can look and find this. It was um, DMX Diary on MTV Volume Two. Mm-hmm. I'm in that, and he talks about how he feels about me. Mm-hmm. So it's a wow. whole segment of, wow. in that about me. But just you know, brother. You know, like he's a dope dude, you know, humble, grateful dude to this day. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm grateful for it. So at one time when they gave him the label, I was the general manager for Bloodline. Yes. So the right, first, right. You know, all of that stuff, that was my stuff as well. Um, but then at the same time, I guess simultaneous, I did, you know, the first, I think it was the first five Jay-Z albums. They were mine as well. Mm-hmm. So the rock, you know, Ooh. like remember that. Your man. It was when Ray Signs okay. and that was that, those, those were my albums as well. Then it was like the first that compilation. Mm-hmm. Then it was like a Memph Bleak. Um the first clue album was mine. Wow. Um, that was mine. Oh, classics. That's crazy. Oh, every Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. I did all oh, the Foxy Brown. Classics. You still keep in touch with Foxy? I sp- she she called Jazz. I come to Brooklyn for for the Martians, right? For <laughs> Um, Anton Martian and Gavin Martian. Yeah, I still love the brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> I love. I always have love for Foxy. I spoke to her probably last summer. The most beautiful baby you like, so sweet. The mm. little girl, she's so beautiful. I come to Brooklyn for the Martians. Yeah. So, uh, and what happens is during that time you meet people. You know, relationships. Relationships play mm-hmm. um, major the majorest role in. You know, not even life, but just career, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens is, and if somebody could take a video of this for me and and just, you know, send it to me, like a Mm two-minute video about um, what I'm about to say and send it to me. The biggest thing that I learned back then um, was that relationships are more important than anything. They're bigger than any job. They're bigger than any... Relationships (laughs) are more important than anything. They're bigger than jobs. They're bigger than, you know, um, a project or whatever. If you, to this day, like if you call anybody, if you see anybody to this day... And say my name, my name is is solid in this music industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what I strive to keep. Like, I'm as solid as they come. And it's like, when you do great work and you have great relationships, to me, you know, that's the biggest thing. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. To this day. Yes. You know, you can call, like, I'll give you a for instance. I hadn't seen Jay in years, right? Mm-hmm. Years. I have a little brother. Um, you know, a lot of people I call my little brothers, but I have two birth brothers, same yeah. mother, same father, right? <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of family and cousins. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. Right. This yes. is my birth brother, same mm-hmm. mother, same, same father, father yes. business partner. Mm-hmm. Like I'm comfortable. And, <laughs> <laughs> right? But um I have a little church brother that grew up in out here in Brooklyn, Hezekiah Walk is my pastor. 
um, Love Fellowship. And what happened was, you know him. He's VK Brasco. Mm. Um, he's on. Um, he's on Love and Hip Hop mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yep. Yep. So I, he's my like, you know, grew up watching him. Whatever. I think he's dope to this day, and mm. I really feel I like he's dope. With, yeah, I used to mess with. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was one day he was like, "This is when I was at the source." He was just like, "Yo," um, he was signed to Timberland at the time. So. Um, I go so he's like after work at the source he met me he was just like Can you come with me to the, to the studio and I'm like okay so we on the way I'm like oh it's Alicia Keys and it was Jungle Studio which is Alicia Keys and Swiss's mm-hmm. studio wow. and I had been there recently because I had a meeting with Swiss right because of my relationship at Rough Riders right mm-hmm. but um, I went back that night so when I went back that night um, I walk in the studio and I'm like is Jay-Z in the studio. And I hadn't seen Jay since I left Def Jam, you know, mm-hmm. forever. It was a birthday party that he had that I went to. But after that, I hadn't seen him, right? I hadn't spoken to him. I'm great friends with, you know, Shaka Pilgrim and Lenny S Ooh, and Omielli yeah. and all of them. But I hadn't seen Jay and Tata, right? Mm-hmm. I even been, I told you, that was probably after. But the moral of the story is I walk into Jungle Studios and it's Swiss in there. It's Timbaland in there. Timbo. And Jay-Z is in there mm-hmm. with Ebro from the Morning Club. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, knew he was oh nice. my God. Right? And so what happened was it was just like, even though, you know, for me, I've been in, in situations like there was a humbling experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Timbaland kind of vaguely remembered me, right? But he was just like, he kept saying to me, you remind me so much of Missy. And I was just like, I know, like, I know. But at the end, he hugged me. He put his number in my phone. Like, just, you know, good people. But the reason why I brought that up is because I have my kid. Like, my kids my kids got a story like him wow. because they get dragged. I know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to come. And, and they don't know. Yeah. Like, some my 16-year-old now, he's understanding, you know, who How mommy is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when people was just like, little, like, your mommy's a legend, he was just like, yeah, yeah, give me some whatever. Yeah. Give me some money, but man. But now he's like, oh, if I don't have a meet, um, Y&B Cordonnay this year did I'm a whack mom right? <laughs> okay, well, look, look what it comes to <laughs> but Slick Rick is his godfather on paper wow. you understand what I'm saying like could you imagine a child that Slick Rick is your godfather on paper could you imagine like Slick Rick is your godfather on paper shout out to Slick and Mandy right but the moral of the story is that when I walked into the when I walked into um, the studio, I see, you know, all these people. Trey Songs was there that night. Just an amazing, you know, Energy. plethora of creative people. Mm-hmm. And it was a humbling experience for me because hadn't seen, you know, I saw Swiss. Swiss is just the most amazing dude ever. Yes. Amazing dude ever. But I hadn't seen Jay in a while. Hadn't seen, you know, Timberland, whatever. But the moral of the story is that when I went in, stayed there a couple of hours, talked to Timberland about BK Brasco, right? When I left the studio, Jay co-signed for me. Wow. Crazy. Do you understand? Yeah, she's solid. She could break a record. Yeah, crazy. Do you understand? Like, do you understand that type of relationship? You know, like, and that's what I appreciate. And a lot of people, and I've run into situations, you know, over the years and recently where people don't understand that relationships Mm -hmm. are the best thing. Like, if you can walk into anywhere, anybody in the music industry and mention my name, it's going to be all love. They will get, you know, and and, and I worked hard for that reputation. If that makes sense, does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. I got you. That is that's a beautiful story, by the way, man. Just being in that that atmosphere, insane, and, insane. And Hove doing that, man, because Hovey had to do that, you know. No, he didn't. Years. He could have. He just he, the night, he, like, and what happened was, I mean, I, 
just an amazing experience. But while at Def Jam, while at Def Jam, I had you know the opportunity to work Slick Rick, mm -hmm. um, who I still do yes. marketing for to so, this but day. But you said it so vaguely, like yo, Slick Rick, late legally, my son's Godfather. Like how? Like that's what was that like? How did you with Slick Rick at that that tight? So. When I was, you know, doing the, you know, doing the um, marketing at Def Jam, um, you know, working all those projects, right? Some went amazing. Some, mm -hmm. you know, some I didn't work. Some didn't work out, right? Yeah. I'm not perfect. No, it's perfect. Nobody's not going to have the same relationship, you know, with everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but grateful. I worked like when they signed all the West Coast stuff. Like, um, you ever heard a song called Moke and Stuff? I did J.O. Felony. That uh, was mine. I got a story of. What's our connection was over there? Domino. What's our connection? Matt Tan? No, no, Dub C was there? No, just Domino. Domino. Here we go, here we go. That was right. That's Jordan. Ain't that the first dude that was singing on Melody that rapping? That was the first dude that was singing on Melody. What's the girl? S and W V? S and V. Y and V. Y and V. Y and V. She sung on the Tupac. Wasn't the two girls that signed on the Tupac record? Yeah, she they did. did. Mm. But BG Knockout and Gangsta Dracer, they was the, the sons to... BG Knockout. Shout out to BG Knockout. He's staying in the comments. Nobody. Everybody. Really? Yes, he's, he's active. We remember you, BG um, Knockout. Still out there. He's on my friend list. He's on my IG. But they were um, easies. They came under easy. Mm. But I got a story about how we shot a J.O. Felony video on the West Coast, Right. Um, a Ice Cube video, this is with DMX, a Ice Cube video on the West Coast, like Friday, Saturday, flew back into, um, flew back into JFK, and I'm from Queens, so I was trying to get out at my stop, like, let me out, yeah. he passed in my house, and Watt was like, no, like, you coming, and I remember shooting <laughs> three more days for Money, Power, Respect. Wow. Could you imagine straight you to Yonkers? If you would have never, yeah, you would have got out that car. You Could you part never been a part of history? Could you that's imagine? That's history, right wow. there. That's history. What was what was that set like? We keep jumping all over the place. There's too many because you got it's so, so many much stuff, guns. right? So, so you like a, like two shows. So slick Rick, right? What happened was. I, I still do Rick's marketing to this day. Like, I love Rick. He is out of mostly all the people ever. He has a beautiful wife named Mandy, who's his manager, mm -hmm. who's one of my best friends ever. That's I call cool. her my sister. That's cool. Like, you know, like, I know her mother. Like, she knows my fam like family, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I don't have sisters. Well, I have sisters. You have sisters? Um so <laughs> I have sisters that my you know, father was outside. <laughs> uh, so I had you know, but my blood sisters, I, I don't really know them that well. Mm -hmm. But Mandy became my sister, right? Yeah. Um and what happened was when Rick had got out the first time, Bimmy Ah. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk to you about that. Bimmy too. later, okay. Like, There's so many okay you, so many layers to you. So Bimmy um was the A and R for Rick and Bimmy told Leor to put me on the project. Mm. And um I was like, okay, and they had shot a video already. And I was like, okay, but I had this concept, right? And what happened was it was Rick kind of taking off all the 
Well, that you remember that video? What, what was that video? He's riding a, in a Bentley, and we shot it at a mansion. When I remember, I remember the name of it, right? That's not the one with Outkast, right? No. No, this wasn't the one with Outkast. This was Rick by himself. But I remember kind of coming up with the concept for Rick to take off the gold. I mean, the gold and to put on the platinum. Yeah. So now he does a a big mix of everything. This man is a a, a humble yeah, icon. iconic I legend. I love Sick Rick. Like a humble iconic legend. Like just that remained the set. Like, they are, like, the nicest, sweetest people ever, right? I believe it. And so I worked the project, you know, Bimmy doing A&R, and I was doing the marketing, and it just blew. Like, it was just an amazing, you know, opportunity for me. Um, you know, but what happened was, you know, when you're good people, again, relationships, relationships. mean everything. And I felt like, you know, and certain people that you'll meet and you'll be cool with or mm -hmm. certain people that you won't see and you could just, you know, embrace years later. But Rick and Mandy have remained consistent in my life, mm -hmm. right? Friends, you know, on each other, you know, on each both sides of, you know, um, Mandy and I have a business called the Endeavor Agency. She's my partner nice. in one of my companies right. called the Endeavor Agency where we book artists and um, send them on tour. Sometimes they're icons, sometimes they're little people. But me and Mandy have this company. We sent um, EPMD on a world tour like Dope. a couple of summers ago. Um, but Mandy's my partner, you know, in that business as well. But it's like people that you just keep, you know, having a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And they're that set of people. Um, I talk to Mandy probably almost every single day, um, whether it be business or, you know, personal. Oh, what are you doing? I'm here. I'm this, I'm that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for those relationships, you know, I, I, I want to say I appreciate and, you know, I appreciate them, but I value them, right? Yes. And then what happened was um, Rick's attorney had passed away. He had. And then I actually, you know, put gave them to Julian. And they had, Julian is, you know, relationships to this day. So right. it's just wow. all about, that's, that's you know, dope, relationships, dope. if that makes sense. We could, let, we could segue. Yeah, just. I want to get to, like, my brother. Mm -hmm. You a legend in yourself, man. Like, I know you got businesses. I know you walked in and you was telling us about, tell us about the, um, the businesses you got work, you're working on. What you got going on? All right. Um, Let's I mean, introduce yourself. My, my name friend, is like, Crego. Yeah. So this is my blood brother. Mm -hmm. Same this mother, same father. I'm I older. I love it. Um, this love is it. my brother, Crego, Big Queens. Um, ask anybody in Queens, they know who we are. Um, ask anybody in Queens, they know who we are. But this is my brother, Big Craig. Crego. Yeah, so, you know, it's just a segue of business for me. You yes. know, I started... Um, you know, my first job was Def Jam with my sister. So under that, I beautiful resume, under, right? Under mm -hmm. Russell Leo, so I seen the makings of it. So you know, she taught me the educational part as well as the hands-on training. I remember her giving me books like, "Read this book, or you can't come into work." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. It was everything like, you need to know about the music business, and it broke down the structure of the music business at that time. And um, what that did at a young age is if being in those atmospheres, it just gave me a lot of drive. And I cannot see stop. I cannot see no limits. I can't see nothing to everything that what I do. So, um, you know, the segue is started um, just from that to my own, you know, my own record company with my people's um, H&Y, VO, Fat Boy, you know. Um, and artists like Maze, O'Billy. So we had our whole thing. We done did songs with um, Yo Gotti, uh, Money Right Now, Sunny Good Times with Up, Munch Money. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of us. Uh, uh, um, my man right now, uh, we got Cello, 
Right, right. That freestyle he put out yesterday was fire. Yeah, Rod Dalla, I've been the leader. I'm trying to get him on here. That's our family. That's my brothers. I'm with them every day. We got our own studio in Queens as well as a juice bar, HMI Juice Bar. Shout out Sam. What up? So, you know, we steadily and heavily active. Moving on a separate note, I own my own car company. It's called Lease to Drive NY. Yes. And um, I do provide insurance, you know, education of what we're doing. I'm just not pushing cars on people. Uh, I do great numbers because I do great business. I have a staff. Um, Jeff, what up? Jermaine, what up? Lease the Drive family. Um, Peak, what up? Mike, what up? So um, we do a lot of business with uh, directly with uh, car dealers uh, like Honda directly, mm-hmm. BMW directly. Right. So I get the best prices and, um, you know, get you in pre-owned or brand-new lease, whatever you want, uh, Rolls-Royces to Ultimas. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get you covered as yeah. well as the insurance and everything. So I, um, I, I'm i proud. I just got my license uh, about last week. So I, I'll be able to open uh, our own family uh, car okay. depot, mm-hmm. per se, because it's more than um, – you know, just a car lot. When you mm-hmm. do business, you want to cover a- every aspect. So when my clients co- come to me, they know they covered. They ain't got to worry about it. They don't even have to leave their house most of the time. Mm-hmm. I have an online application, and, and they make it to right now where the time is. Right. So you could sort out your car through me, and by the time you get to me, you sign in and leaving. Mm-hmm. You know. So how does how does mm-hmm. like, sorry to cut you off, so mm-hmm. how does it like, because, you know, y'all work for Dev Jam. Y'all had a lot of experiences you know, and that's like you know, own company. Mm-hmm. I mean, how it feels like to be working together, having your own company and, and stuff like that, black-owned business. You know what I'm saying? So we realize mm-hmm. um, that it starts and ends with family, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And if you look at like you know, successful like successful empires, you know, the Hiltons. Mm-hmm. Like, you understand my point? Like, mm-hmm. it's about, it starts and ends with family. So, you know, we worked for a bunch of people. Like you said, I, I was on a bunch of projects. I worked for families. I worked for, you know, the Rough Riders um, who are family, and I respect them all day, appreciate them. But then what happens is when you realize that you got to, you know, move on, circle back like and be yeah. family, right? Mm-hmm. So we actually incorporated the family name, right? Mm, yes. And then, go ahead. All right, so our biggest situation right now is called Young Manor Estates. So Young Manor Estates is uh, me and my sister just bought a lot of acreage. Uh, we're closing in the paperwork right now. It's in New York. Um, we're going to have, besides you know our homes there, we're going to have a farm. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Airbnb. Nice. Uh, you know, we just know that you have to not let nobody control your direction. And like Ho said, you got to get it from the ground. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if we got our self-sustained community, which we're closing on right now and building from the ground up, um, you know, it just leads to so many different things as, as well as a mind state and uh the way the world is going today, we think it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. Right, it is, it is. Uh, we saw them supermarkets closed. Right. They had no food. and uh, My family ain't going to go through that. Right. You know, so we're going to be sure. And just like in the music business to whatever we did, we're going to put our all, do it right, correct, so it could be beneficiary for our kids in, in the future because we're building something for them. This is a 10-year project. It's in steps, mm-hmm. you know, but... Uh, 
step one is great. That's dope. That's dope. It's good. This that's yeah. this is dope, man. I'm gonna clap that up, man. That's yeah. dope. Man. Yeah, yeah. But you don't get that on here. You don't really get yeah. that on here, man. And, and and that's and that's what we want to spread too, more of that. So and really, nobody put us on for real. Is, yeah, this is a dope episode. Um, so I want to get back into like the 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 back in the days because that's uh, I'm really stuck on that, man. So you was doing you was doing the Def Jam, right? Mm-hmm. And you said something about the source as well. That was before Def Jam. Nope, after. That was after Def Jam. Mm-hmm. What? So, what was life after Def Jam then? So, life after Def Jam. Um, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. I would that say. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. that was the level of what happened was when I, I told you I was the general manager for um, Bloodline Records, mm-hmm. and then I knew at that point, like I always had my own, you know, and I give at that time in the music industry, it was just like a lot of, you know, opportunity, I will say that. Mm-hmm. So I always had like my own and extra, right? And then I saw that, this is a true story, and I don't know whether you even know the story, I don't because I didn't share it back then. Mm-hmm. But what happened was, um, when I was when I knew I was leaving Def Jam, I knew that I wanted to um, open a business, right? Mm-hmm. And what happened was um, I saw a um, I saw a five roast like a row of five stores in Teaneck, New Jersey, mm-hmm. right? That I knew that I wanted to purchase. I had a business manager at the time, and she went with me on that particular day to put an, a bid on the building. It was only a half a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And my credit was lit, seven hundred. Um, I had <laughs> money in the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she went with me to put a bid on, have paperwork, you know, put a bid on the actual um, building. Only to find out that day that she defrauded me, literally that day, that she defrauded me of a quarter of a million dollars. She defrauded. Wow. It was the biggest. That's a big scandal. scam. Scam. So you guys have heard of it. You're probably a little younger. But Fob, um, it was like, if you Google it, I mean, it's the, it's the biggest hip hop. So she's the reason why um, Murder Inc. had to go to trial. Wow. Whoa. Could you imagine? That's crazy. That's crazy. My office and Murder Inc. office was on the same floor. Yeah. So what happened was I think like I had literally like literally a day or two and I had left, you know, to start my restaurant and um, I was going to, you know, put this down payment on this five store building. And then we were leaving. Um, Jay-Z had a Jay had an assistant called Carlene Ballin. She's from Brooklyn. Shout out to Carlene. She called me. And she was just like, Gabby stole our money. And I was just like, what are you talking about? I just left her. Like, what do you mean? And um, Gabby was engaged to Michael Kaiser back then. Oh, man. So it was a big, big hip-hop, big hip-hop scandal. But, and I never got my money back. But I was I was the one who was defrauded the least. Yeah. Like, the least. She stole, I'm not going to name names here, but you can Google it. She stole big money from big names, yeah. right? Because we all had trusted her. We grew up with her. She worked at Def Jam, mm-hmm. right? And so th- it was a humbling experience for me because then I had to work my way back out the mud yeah. and I'm still not out. Right. Like, I'm still not out, yeah. right? And so, you know, I live paycheck to paycheck. Thank God that I have a decent paycheck, right? right. And I got mm-hmm. some, you know, God is good, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, could you imagine having, you know, what you thought was your nest egg to go do the next thing? Right, and then right. And then blank. Yeah. Away from and what she did was became a snitch and she, I'm not going to put the whole, because I feel like I just keep rehashing it and rehashing it, but she's a snitch. Mm-hmm. And they had to stop me on more than one occasion because f- I was about to go to jail, mm-hmm. right? 
And what happened was um, she decided to partner with the feds and testify against some people, right? What? So she and robbed and snitched? And she robbed and snitched so she wouldn't have to go to jail. So that's it's the same town. That's, that's the, the worst kind of snake. And she's ugly. And she's a monkey. And I, if I see her, like I saw her about three years ago, and I'm going to leave it like that. Yeah. Um, but what happened was during that time, I just, you know, you thought you have a nest egg. You thought you had the next level to do something. Humbling experience, right? So mm-hmm. I'm back at, had about 40000 50000 in, in an account that she didn't have. But she took everything yeah. from me, right? Everything that I had worked all those years oh, for in the bought. music industry. Right. And so I started from the beginning again. I opened a restaurant. And I just want to shout out, like, um, people like um, Ed Lover, because he used to frequent the restaurant every day, and this was before social media. So basically, he would come to the restaurant and then go on, go on Power One Hundred Five, and be like, "I was, I was late because I was at Fats again." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you definitely. I remember that. You remember that? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. first baby mom. My sixteen, mm-hmm. really? Oh, so yeah. my um sixteen year old um. That's how he got his name. Chick, you always heard Earl Lover talking about Chicken Bone on the mm-hmm. radio. Yeah. That's my yeah. little, that's my son, Cisco, who's 16. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So he actually gave us the jump start, like, you know, to be successful. But people like um, um, Dipset. Dip Right, um, all of them used to come in the restaurant. Um, shout out to Run DMC, who you know DMC, who's a brother to, to us as well, um, used to come to the restaurant. And when you have people like that before hip hop, mm-hmm. right? I mean, excuse me, before um, you know the internet and stuff. What happens is, you know, that's how my my restaurant. So I was able to open my restaurant. Crazy, um, what a blessing! And then you it was know, located in Harlem. Um, no, it was in Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck, New Jersey. They call okay. it like the urban side of Teaneck, New Jersey, but Teaneck Road. Um, and what happened was this, you know, Tina had like this main thoroughfare mm-hmm. to kind of racist, racist, right? And I can yeah. tell you stories about that, but this mm-hmm. main thoroughfare to go through the whole Tina. So we were on there, um, you know, on that main road. It was called Fats Chicken and Rib Joint. Mm-hmm. Um, 2000, like, you know, five, sixes. That's but Bimmy, area. shout out to Bimmy. Yeah, Bimmy and Joe used to come every single day, every single time. I think I was one of the first people that saw Joe's, um, you know, he has the, the liquor bottle, right. unveiled it at my store. Like, I just wow. saw a lot of That's stuff. Um, but the, grateful to those people who, you know, people that, you know, Eric Blam, who manages um, Run DMC, Big Queens, he's still, you know, um, family and my brother to this day, you know, and for those relationships, I can respect. So from there, I opened the restaurant, um, then, you know, took some time off to take care of our mom who passed away. And then um, when I went back to school and got my master's degree. And then after that is when, you know, the whole, um, you know, teaching one class, mm-hmm. then teaching, um, you know, two classes, mm-hmm. right? Teaching three. And then um, about maybe four years ago. Um, so the music industry again. There's I was going to get in. I was uh-huh. about to ask you, not to cut you off. Oh, I'm listening, sir. You, all right. See how everything you did back then, right? Mm-hmm. It was so legendary and iconic. And the phones wasn't out. And being now that we have the phones, all these stories are coming out now. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we need you guys to come out again mm-hmm. so so <laughs> you can tell this, the story. Right? Yeah, the you got yeah, right? there's so much to, to tell, there's yep. so much going on. There's new platforms. There's new platforms. Like so I told every the story. day we doing something and working towards things, so it's definitely um, ground to cover. Right? Yeah. 
So, yeah, so I, I feel like you're about to say what I'm thinking. But go ahead. Go ahead. No, say what you're thinking. Well, what I was saying is what you're about to say is, well, you, you four years, you, you took a break, now you're back in. Mm-hmm. Is it because of the things that happened then that's portraying now that people want to know now? What What is it that made you get back into it? Well, I think that I've always consulted, right? I've okay. always consulted. I never stopped. And, like, again, relationships are, you know, are gold, right? Yeah. And I just feel like at the end of the day... Um, no one can tell my story like me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even before COVID, like I don't know how many documentaries or interviews or, um, you know, Clubhouse or Go Live and Tell Your Story or Behind the Records. And I'm just like, can nobody tell my story like I can tell my story, mm-hmm. right? And like like I'm telling you, you're, the, like you're a whole nother generation, and I know Fa for six years already, and he didn't know half this stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, grateful that, you know, I can still tell my story, but it really means something. But like I said, like you said before, before then, it was like... You don't know that this stuff is going to be legendary. You're right. just doing the work, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so what happened was when I was at the source, I told you that I, you know, started to teach. And I was offered this job at Monroe College, you know, full time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm the administrator for the school. And I just feel like, you know, from that perspective, a lot of the students I teach, they're not Harvard. You know, they're yeah. like the Bronx, Queens. Yeah, they're the urban. boroughs. They're my urban kids right. that I have an affinity for that I love. And I want to see elevate to the next level. Mm-hmm. So do I love teaching? Oh, my God. Like, I'm the best there is. Like, but I get that hustle from the music industry, right? right? So there was a... um there was a lady named Taryn Mitchell. I always give her her props. And I want you guys to record this so I can send this to her. Um, But um, can you just record this? So Taryn Mitchell... Um, Taryn Mitchell, she actually was a publicist at Def Jam back then. She left to go to law school. Mm -hmm. And now she is a... um, Now she is a... um, I'm going to start over because I just want I want this on video so I can send it to her. But Taryn Mitchell, she was a publicist at she's the person that came up with the name. How can I be down? You guys know the famous how can I be down? Yeah. She came up with that name. She wow. named it. Wow. Right. And so what happened was she left Def Jam. She was a publicist. She left Def Jam. She went to law school. And now years later, she's um, she's a professor at Monroe. So our friend of ours, Darcel, who's, you know, our friend, my friend, our family, Darcel is the president of of Irv Gotti's company, Visionary. Okay. Um, I said, tell Taryn to get, you know, whatever. So she tells Taryn, I get this, you know, demo, thanks to Taryn, at Monroe College, mm-hmm. one class teaching a night class, and guess what? I was leaving IAR, and my car, something happened with my car, and I was late my very first night. Wow. Taryn stayed after working all day and covered my class for me. Thank God I bodied it. It was social media marketing. I did amazing. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And then a year late, well, the, the dean at that time left, right? And um, shout out to Taryn. I love you. I give you your props at every interview I do. Um, you're amazing. Because it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be a full-time professor. Like, right. I'd probably be hustling still. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, work ethic is everything. Yeah. She got me mm-hmm. in the door, and I mm-hmm. give her all that, right? So I might be a full-time professor. Mm-hmm. But because of her, I got the experience. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, so yes. thank you for the opportunity. And she looked out for me um, and walked me in the door. And then after that, um, you know, one class at Monroe turned into two classes. Then the dean, the original dean left. And the new guy, the new dean, his name is Dr. Eshra, um, was like, you know, I'm about to be dean. I'm about to pull you on. And it was people that's been working there for forever. 
mm-hmm. and was just like, you'll never be a full-time professor. Mm-hmm. Oh, the hip-hop mm-hmm. professor, they've been there 17 years trying to get on, trying to get, like, you know, a full-time job. And what happened was he was just like, say less, gave me the full-time job. So in my office, there are three executive offices. There's the dean's office. Mm-hmm. There is the director of the director of accounting office and my office. That's it. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that type of favor? So I am the administrator, and I I'm, I'm basically have the leeway to kind of be creative, and I, I create a lot of programs. And so like I was saying, like um, I saw you with your spray ground bag on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, David Ben David at, at Monroe right before COVID. Wow. And he bought bags to give away. My sister Malika does, you know, marketing for him. Like, I'm just going to bring David and the crew up there. Say less. The whole, it was 400 people in the auditorium. Wow. But I interviewed, like you're interviewing me, I interviewed David Ben David on Howard, on, not Howard, on Moreau's campus, yeah. right? So that's yeah. the type of relationships I have to this minute. Wow. Right before COVID, David Ben David, on February, mm-hmm. David is in my office, right? Yeah. The, the CEO of Sprayground. Do yes. you understand my point? Yes. Like, yes. walk in the walls. Like, mm-hmm. I've had, um, like I said, we've been to Rock Rock Nation. We've been to. Um, I'm not going to tell you what he calls it. What he calls it? The Mecca? What you, no. what you call it? <laughs> not the Mecca. <laughs> what you call it? What you call what it? You call it? Rat, Rat Nation. Rat Nation? Oh, my God. So we ain't going to go there right Let's now. Let's not go there not right now, there. right? No, I want to know. Keep it positive. But I yeah, always, I always fight with him about that. Oh, my God. I'm for Rock Nation. You see that. We, we've we been to rock, the house. He rocks the hat every week. He rocks the hat every week. Different colors. I got more in the house. Look, listen. I don't, I'm not with him on that. Got I'm, it. I'm let's leave. Rock. Let's go. Let's go. go. We here, We've been here. to um, Def Jam Records. So Jennifer Hirsch at Def Jam Records hosted us. They bought us breakfast. They bought us. Ba- they gave us backpacks. Mm-hmm. Twenty students, right? Um, we've been to Atlantic Records. Um, you know, the family there embraced us. Stayed the whole day. And what, what, I'm sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. What's the reaction of your, how your students be? Yeah, I know they love I, me, I B. You, I know you're like, man, I love you forever. Oh, my God, forever and ever, forever and ever, right? So they love me. They love the experience. They love the opportunity. But what happens is you learn, right, that relationship. You can't you can't help everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, for the people that, you know, I shine, I'll put you in a room, right, or mm-hmm. I'll bring you. I brought, you know, everyone there. And then some people I realize, oh, your mother ain't teach you nothing? Say less. Mm-hmm. People, have, kids do have, don't have home training. So at mm-hmm. the end of the day, what happens is, you know, you – you know, you want to expose and you want to give opportunity. And I started something called the Hip Hop Icon Project, mm-hmm. and which means that, you know, I, I, outside of school, I give back. Um, some of it is like a social enterprise, you know, where I can, but I, I give mentorship and opportunity for, for students. Um, right now, I'm working with... Um, can you stop and then start over again? Because um, so, I want to send this little short as well. So um, my friend Sydney, that is the senior vice president at um, of publicity at Atlantic, hooked me up one day randomly. He just literally called me, okay, I'm about to conference you with such and such. That's who he is, right? Wow. And come to find out, he conferenced, conferenced me with this amazing man named Curtis, right? Mm-hmm. Curtis is actually... The dopest man ever, right? But he works for icon actress Kiki Palmer, mm. right? He works, um, you know, he run, he's the CEO of her nonprofit. Mm. So basically, Curtis and I are working on these projects. They have this amazing, um, amazing um, nonprofit, 5013C, called Saving Our Daughters. Mm, okay. But Kiki is the headliner, but they have every... 
actress, actor, Hill Harper, everyone in wow. the world. There's a little girl named Jasmine who won Top Chef. She, I just posted her the other day. She's on there. Every person, do you know, um, you know the the wife that was on, um, do you know the wife and the husband that was on, um, what is that Fox 5 show, that show that was on Fox 5? What is the beautiful girl's name? Um you know the show about the music industry, um, Empire. Empire. You know the the lady Empire, yeah. the um, who's married talking? to the man. I don't watch cookie? that show. I don't know. Not cookie. Not cookie. The 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 um. After that second episode, I was done. So. No, I, it was a good show. But anyway, her she's a part of it. There's so many people in Hollywood yeah. that's a part of this, saving our daughters. Wow. And we're working on programming thanks to Sydney relationship. Mm-hmm. With Curtis from Saving Our Daughters, and you're going to be surprised at the amazing things we're going to do with with students on every level. They are already in a lot of the New York City public schools Mm -hmm. um, programming and, you know, um, school to school. And I just want to, you know, share my, um, you know, relationships and put in my work and, you know, be a part of it. And then, you know, community service is a lot. Um, I'm in my sorority. Big shout out to Delta Sigma Theta. Mm, Delta. um, that's been kind of like a lifelong, you know, task for me, but um, it's newer in my life and we so many things to give back and to help kids win. So in terms of your question about my students, it's just, you know, an amazing opportunity to be able to share these stories. But also you could tell a story every day, right? Yeah. Or I could make up a story or whatever, but when you have the opportunity to really put kids and people and family in rooms, mm-hmm. that's when, like, people can tell stories every day, but you ain't me. Yeah. Right? Right, so right, right, people right. can tell stories every day, but you don't have the relationships that I have, baby. Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, to, to have that opportunity to be able to connect dots for, for your generation and beyond and try to set up some sort of, you know, something for our kids, mm-hmm. right? Yep. For, for my, oh, for our kids mm-hmm. and leave a legacy for them. That's what I live for. Like, I would sacrifice, like, if my son got, like, he don't understand why I tell him to do everything. My 16-year-old, he'd be like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But I said, one day you'll get it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, you got an interview tomorrow. Literally, he has an interview tomorrow. He's like, dag, like, but one day you'll understand the right. purpose. That's I'll good. sacrifice yeah. an mm-hmm. opportunity for now. me to give mm-hmm. it to him. That's great. Right. Yep. That's great. That's great. You know, um, I seen you um, with, uh, and you you involved with Ray Ghost. Versus is coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. What versus is coming up? Versus Ghost is coming face, up. It's Ghostface and Raekwon. Oh, Sydney. I seen you with both of them. You definitely see me with both of them. Um, you definitely see me with both of them. Who you so, got? I can't say. I, 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 I'm not going to say. I'll say that, um, you know, my love for Wu-Tang started at Def Jam, right? And meth. Um, and I love me some Wu-Tang. I will fight you for Wu-Tang, right? I, Wu-Tang. I love me Wu-Tang some Wu-Tang to this day. And, um, and I feel like... Um, Love, I mean, I love both. I love both of them. And so Sydney sent me an invite. I was, I've been so crazy, right? Um, Sydney sent me an invite for verses, but I was just like, let me ask him tonight when I get home who what the next verses is because I just been I haven't I haven't seen oh, you it. Should go. Um, you yeah, should go. I was gonna go to the um, to the DMX Snoop, but I did. I was teaching a full load um, during that time, but um, I, I think I'm gonna go. Right, legendary, yeah. Yeah, crazy. You got, got to feel that energy. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, so I, I can't say who I got. I think it's going to be legendary, and I, I can't wait to see it. I now that you're telling me. That. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, that's I would actually crazy. Go to that. 
That's I, crazy. I think you would go there. That would be dope. And it's on Trailer and Swiss Beats and mm-hmm. Tim, you know. Love every one of them. So People that are icons. That, yeah, that's dope. And you're mm-hmm. around all that, so that's dope. That's yeah. cool. So before before we get out, I wanted to see, I, I know you from Howard University. Is there anything you, you're trying to do or do you know of that's happening right now as far as as far as the music or oh my classes gosh. or some type of program, anything? Thank you so much for bringing that up. And I really, 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 really. So I want to tell a quick story, right? Um, I've always had this same, you know, I am who I am in the class, out the class, in the hood. I, I can go to the hood, right? Um so I'm always that person, but I'm always like, you know, the person that gives opportunity. I'm always the person that you got this. Let's go. Let's get it. Because I always we were tr- we were raised to treat the doorman like the president, period. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And the story, one of the, the quick story is that big shout out to Julian Petty. And if you can start it, stop it and start it again, because mm-hmm. I'm going to give this man his flowers while he's living. Mm-hmm. Right. So big shout out to Julian Petty. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop and start real quick, right? Yeah. If you guys don't, mind. and we do a segment like that too, where we oh, give, yeah? like, you know we want to give you know people their roses because we got uh-huh. we got a mutual friend support uh-huh. support me before my funeral, so we try to play off. Yeah, the, you know what I mean. The same thing, and we do that on on here mm-hmm. where we like to give people their their roses, their flowers, you know, mm-hmm. why they couldn't help them. So this is you you lead the way. This is your this oh is, my right god, here. right here, perfect, this is perfect, it. perfect, this is a good one. So about 10 years ago, right, um, I, I saw a post on Facebook and basically it was like, you know, my, my top 10 um, hip hop moments. And it was like when I interned for Jazz Young, I worked for Jazz Young and she put me in the studio with Foxy Brown and Meth, right? Everybody has a Method Man story, right? <laughs> a Meth or Red story. Shout right. out to Meth <laughs> and or Red, right? And so um, I'm like, oh my God. And so I just, you know, look and I see and it's, you know, Julian Petty. So Julian Petty, for those of us who are in or outside the music industry, if you don't know him, you know his, like he's the, literally, no cap, the biggest attorney in the music industry. Like, mm-hmm. No, like you, there's not another like yeah. that's hotter than him right now. Um, so he at one point had um, had worked for a company called Nixon Peabody, and now he is the head of Warner Music. Period. Look him up. Like he's the head of Warner Music. Like there's no, he's the head of Warner Music. B um, and business affairs, not mm-hmm. just you know, like he's the man. But young, like you know, forty years old, like young dude. So fast forward to. Um, He's the nicest guy, remains solid with me. Every opportunity he gets, like, he gives me some sort of props or just shouts me out. Like, um, you know, he was uh, he went to Fordham Law School. They honored him, and he, you know, posted a picture on his IG and just gave me my flowers. And I was just like, the dopest dude, right? So we have, you know, Slick Rick in common. But yeah, I told you, we went to L.A. He's walking us around L.A. Like, he's the man. And I didn't, you know, he's the man. And so what happened was, after... I think I went to L.A. like maybe two summers ago, three summers ago. So he announces that he's now this head of, you know, Warner. And But the dopest dude, like, humble. Like, everyone's shouting me out for my birthday on IG. And he's just like, Diva, get off get off of social media. Like, I just text you. And text me and really gave me a gift certificate for my birthday. Thank you so much, Julian, for, for sex because he knows me. Like, what you like? <laughs> you still like whatever. You right, know bro. me. Right? Bro. Like, I get, like, yeah. So basically knows what I love and thank you so much. And not, you know, no $50 gift certificate either. Like, you know. So the moral of the story is that Julian, who's like, to whom much is given, much is required. And shout out to Julian. I'm going to give you your crown, your roses, your everything right Mm -hmm. now. Um, So he is, gets... 
the Slav, I don't even know how to say it, the Slavnik family, but basically Warner Music um, to contribute to um, to create um, a music business program at Howard University Law wow. School. That's, that's launching that's, that's in big. the fall. That's big. That's big. That's I'm going to say it again. Yeah, say Julian it Petty, the man, gave, got the Warner Music Group to give a big endowment to our alma mater, Howard University, so that students like, you know, students who are interested in the music industry can now be a part of that program. And Mm -hmm. they're working on the logistics now. But there was a huge press release that went out from the Howard University Communications Center. Um, And thanks to Julian, um, he shouted, he made sure that I am on that list of iconic Howard University Mm -hmm. alumni mentioned in the same breath as Puffy. So big shout out to Joy Brown, who's That's at huge. Atlantic Records. Big shout out to my brother, Sidney Margitson. Um, Sydney, can you please get me on um, CNN and in essence, please? Um, but shout <laughs> out to Julian Petty, who's a, a walking little baby king. Mm-hmm. Like, so amazing and so dope. And Julian, thank you for everything. Thank you for what you do for hip-hop. Thank you for what you do for music. Thank you for what you do for me, because you keep my name lit, you know, in this music industry. You helped to do that, and I appreciate you, and I love you for it. Um, And at the end of the day, I'm excited to see, you know, what the fall will will bring. And that's all I can say about that right now. Yes! That's a big news. That's crazy, 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 crazy. Shout out to Julian. So, and, and look, before we go, I usually ask this question, but mm-hmm. man, I, it's, you accomplished so much, but I mean, I'm still asking ask this to everybody mm-hmm. before they leave, um, and you can answer as well, too. Um, where do you see yourself, like, in the next five years? On our self-sustained community, or on vacation from that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah Airbnb, paintball, ATVs, all mm. of that. Black owned farm food, um, everything, mm. and weed is about to be legal. Yes, yes, yes. talk about it. Yes, so, yeah. um, so we, the same. We, we have we're acres. partners, so we have the same similar dream. Yes. Um. So five years, I don't want to, you know, have to work for someone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um. I, you know, I'm grateful. Like I said, I, I, I go hard in whatever I do, and I brought that, you know, music industry mentality to the education industry, mm-hmm. and I'm very grateful for my experience. And I, and it's like I can tell a story, but I'm, I'm credible. I have credentials. I have a real resume, and I'm grateful for that. Um. But at the same time, like I wanna, I wanna be, I wanna travel. I want to be telling this story in Africa, right? I want to, you know, share with students there. I want to make sure that, you know, I mean, obviously I like speaking, right? And I I can speak, so I want to make sure that I continue to do that. Plus, you know, our our young enterprises, definitely, and making noise with that as well. All right, cool. And, um... You want to give out your socials or anything where they can find you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can check me out at Instagram. Um, we got a Crego seven one eight underscore lease to drive. We got all your cars, insurance. I'm the hookup. The hood love me. Ultimas, the Bentleys, whatever y'all need, mm-hmm. and um, we're gonna do y'all right. Credit repair, low budget insurance. You know, education during the process. You're not just getting the vehicle insurance. You're getting uh 
Alessa. And I am um, on Instagram. I am Jazz Young, J-A-Z-Z-Y-O-U-N-G, um, at the Hip Hop Professor. Um, and second, at the Hip Hop Professor. Um, you can always find me there. DM me. I'm always available. But guys, I just want to take this opportunity to commend y'all. Oh, like, thank you. Oh, my God. Like, thank you so much for having us. You guys are so two young kings making it happen. And even though, like, I always, like, I'm here for you, so you know. Fi, like I'm, a, I'm a, I was like, oh, when I leave, I'm gonna call such and such and make sure five shooting movies by the summer. Like that's what um, it's about. But I commend you and thank you so much for having us. We'll come anytime. Yes, um, thank you so please. much for having us. We appreciate it. And you are doing an amazing thing. Thank you. And you know, thank you for having us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Videos for my. Uh, car lot and yeah, oh yeah, we so, do commercials, you know all that, man, all that, man. We need a cameraman for the young man yeah, of the stage Ain't project. That's gonna be we do. We were looking no. for one the other day. Aerial. We needed some aerial views yeah. and yeah, stuff like that. A lot, okay, of, yeah, lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, not only do we, you know, we're gonna talk, we're gonna do business too, because it's all yes, about the build and create. Yeah, we'll take it from here. I appreciate that. Appreciate having you on another class episode, episode sixty-six. Nobody put us on episode 66 Again shout out to Estree Media You can Mad find nice us on YouTube days. SoundCloud And uh, yeah Everything else man We up out of here It's our first live right It's, it's our the first, first YouTube, YouTube live Shout out to YouTube hey, live Hey Hey Shout out to you Good Right We'll be back We out of here Peace